This episode of this Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey is brought to you by Energy Healer Jean Borders' Personal Powerful Transformation Program. Know you're leaving money on the table, but can't figure out how to bring it in? Need to double your productivity and profitability? Need an extra push to get things moving in the right direction? Visit www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com slash transformation now and apply for a business consultation with Jean. Welcome to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Prepare to feel a sense of relief and empowerment as we get rid of the baggage you've been carrying that's held up your business success up until now. Be sure to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, get comfortable, and prepare to take off. Well, hello, everyone. This is Jean Border, and I am your host on the Focus Practical Dreamer's Journey podcast. I have a very special guest today. Her, her name is Marion Egan. We've been friends forever, it seems like, um, even though we've never met in person. <clears throat> We're one of those um, internet connections, if you will. She's in Ireland and I'm in the U.S., so there's a little bit of distance between us, but not really because we're both in the energy world and there's no such thing as distance. We're all connected. So hello, Marion. How are you? It's good to have you here. Well, it's great, Jean. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to be asked and I'm delighted to be your guest today. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for being here. So we have a lot to talk about. Um, Marion has a really cool thing that she's come up with and it's called heart art um i've always been fascinated with this i've seen her do it she's um she works from her heart when she's connecting with other people and she actually creates art it's an amazing thing so let's just get right to it marion how'd you come up with this well, I have to say it, it's, it is heart art magic. And the magic is so important, Jean, because the magic is my acronym for my ability to go into my center. Because that's what I do. I connect with myself deep down inside. I do a meditation before I start painting. So I get myself ready to paint. I set an intention. Now, the intention could be mine or I could be painting on someone's behalf, which I've done too, you know. So I set the intention and I meditate and then I go paint. I have no idea what I'm going to paint because I'm painting from my subconscious, but my subconscious knows what needs to come through. And I feel that that's my subconscious showing me what I need to face. So you're coming face to face with what you need to look at within yourself, which is really, really cool, you know. So I'm very lucky insofar as I started recording myself, videotaping myself, because I want to see where did I start and how did it come about. So I'm very lucky that I actually record all these sessions so I can look back, and I still do today, look back and just see the process. It's um it's very rewarding. It's been magical. It's shown me so many things that I, you know, it's just, there's no words to describe how it makes, first of all, how it makes me feel because heart art is painting from the subconscious to express what you're feeling. And if you're feeling under par and you paint, now that feeling of negativity is outside of you which frees up your body for new energy to come in. So, you know, why not? It's like having a little shower on the inside. You're cleaning out the, the, the uh, negativity that you no longer need to hold in your body. And it's it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. And because I paint with my hands, I actually, I'm in touch with the feeling of the paint. I love it, you know. So when I see an image coming out, I'll stand back, I'll have a look. And if there's an image coming out, well, then I'll take a paintbrush and I'll 
bring out the image that wants to come through. It's great fun. If you haven't caught on by now, Marion is a great painter. You see the the picture behind her? That's just one of her hundreds, probably, of paintings that she's done. She's also a great um, knitter and crocheter, so you can see that on her body that, that she's created all that. It's amazing. Every time I talk to her, she's always doing something new. And something new she's done with her hard art magic is um, you may or may not know, but there's a, a new craze sweeping the United States, and it has to do with cards, um, card decks that can be motivational or instructional, and people are using them for all kinds of things, but Marion is now using it for her energy work. So why don't you talk about your card deck that you've created? Not only that, she's created several. So let's start with the first one. How did you come upon this idea of using your art to create a card deck, figure out what it would be for, and now how have they grown? How are you using them now? Well, it's a really good question. And they came from pure and utter desperation because it was during COVID, my mom got sick. My mom got COVID and pneumonia at the same time. And she was 95 years of age and on oxygen 24-7. And if I didn't think that was bad enough, then my daughter told me of her cancer diagnosis. So I had my mom on one hand, my daughter on the other hand, couldn't go see either of them because of lockdown. And my daughter wanted me to be her mom, not her therapist. And I turned to my heart art. So every week Jenny had chemo, I did a heart art painting and I sent the energy of the painting to mom and to Jenny. And then one day I did a meditation. It was a unicorn meditation. And in this meditation, I could see uh, a bunch of unicorns coming into this meadow. And this purple, a big purple unicorn came right up to me stood in front of me and all I could see was my reflection in the eye of the unicorn. And I just felt this transference of wisdom, energy, electricity, whatever you'd like to call it. I just felt I got so much connection with it. And it was so powerful that I decided I would paint that image. Um, so I did. And normally I just paint on paper, but this time I took a canvas and I painted that image. And it was a day later, I was looking at the image. I was looking for a name of the painting. And the name came to me, Wisdom Inside and Sight. And then I got the inspiration. I need to create a card deck. Now, I know nothing about card decks. But I have this very good friend of mine. And I said, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> We've been friends for a while. <laughs> yeah. How do I, how do I uh, create a card deck? And she said, I'll put you in touch with someone who knows how to do card decks. So this is my card deck, Wisdom, Insight and Foresight. And here's one of the images from that. And I call this Going for Gold. Um, the, tough time, the tough times are behind you now and they've taught you very valuable lessons. They have brought you forward into more successful and happier times enjoy the outcome and I called this massive breakthrough and each card has a message and a frequency number which in itself has a healing modality so there's four aspects of the healing it's the color of the card the image the message and the frequency number so then I had this card deck and I was saying well how do they work <laughs> I don't know how they work so I took a journal and I 31st of March 2020 I started recording my journal, my journey of these cards and how they work. And every day I did that. But um, what happened then was I rang a couple of clients and I said, can I do my cards with you? I didn't even know how to call it, whether it was a frequency installation or a card reading. I didn't know. But anyway, my clients, they were in pain and they couldn't come to my practice. So um, I'd get them to measure, well, what's your pain level? And out of 10 being the worst scenario, and they tell me it's 8 out of 10, and then I would intuitively choose a card, and sometimes it was one card or two or three cards, 
And lo and behold, their pain disappeared after they installed the frequency number. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's incredible. And, you know, Jean, it happened time after time. And I did it on Zoom again so I could look back and see what happened. But it also meant, you know, I got permission to record. So I recorded these sessions. And then one day um, I was asked about the cards and uh, somebody said, well, can I do that for myself? So then they started using the cards, but they didn't know how to use them really correctly. So I created a card course to get the maximum benefit. So because I'm a kinesiologist and have been for uh, over 30 years, I brought an aspect of kinesiology in. So I started teaching people how to do kinesiology so they could test and see what's the uh, number one priority card in this deck that's going to get rid of my pain or my anxiety or my stress or if they were looking for guidance and direction on you know a certain aspect in their life. Um, so that's what I did. And then um, on the 31st of March, 2023, this year, I was in Tenerife at the conference of the International Kinesiology College presenting my card deck and my course. And my card deck course is now accredited with the International Kinesiology College Personal Development School. So anybody who does my card course now can get CPD points for their professional development, which is really, really cool. You know? Oh my gosh, that is so cool. <laughs> and, you know, out of, as I say, out of desperation to the inspiration and to the magic now that's happening, it, it's it's wonderful. Really, really wonderful. So, so um humbled, blessed, that I felt I followed through on the inspiration that I was given. But I tell you, it wasn't easy. I mean, each time I had a challenge with it, um, I just kept going until I got it done, you know, just kept going. And that takes us back to the whole reason why this podcast exists, because I work with so many clients who want something, but they don't know what they want. They don't know how to get there. They just know they're not happy with where they are. And so what you said is really key. You have to be aware of where you are, where you want to be, or where you want your business to be, and then take focused steps, even little steps, even if they go backwards, with your eye on the prize, right? Even if you're not sure exactly what that's going to look like. So you have this dream and you stay focused on it. And it's the journey that can take you some really cool places. And so what were some of the, I'm going to say detours that you had to go around these weird obstacles in order to get to where you wanted to go. So first off, you had to figure out how to do card decks, right? Yeah, I did. And um, and you put me in touch with a lovely lady called Rosie who helped. And she's the queen of card decks in the USA. Um, <laughs> she is just, really cool. She's really Yeah. Cool. And the wonderful thing, though, even though Rosie is really good, technology, Jean, has been, you know, a stumping block for me because. For a lot of people. Yeah. It changes so, so quickly. And the thing is, you know, my my practice pre-COVID was people came here to me. I ne- I have never, ever, ever had to market myself because all my marketing was purely word of mouth. Somebody would come here. They'd been physically challenged. They'd been down the medical route. They were still in pain. And because, you know, the way we work, we work on the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. We work on the whole body. So we're able to direct people. My, like my mission is to empower people to heal themselves. I don't okay. do it. I'm just, I'm just the the facilitator. But exactly. I, I know how to do it and I know what to do and how to direct. And this is what I say to people. Look, your brain is your conductor and your body is your orchestra. And your body has an innate intelligence on how to heal itself. But sometimes we're so stressed and we stay in the stress mode for so long. And as long as you're in the stress mode, 
you've got cortisol hormone running through your body, you know. So I teach people how to switch off the cortisol drain and turn on the dopamine and serotonin hormone, which now kicks your body into a healing modality. Um, and once you know what to do, it's like, do you remember before we before we drove cars, we didn't know how to do it. And when we started doing it, it was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to do this. And now we do it um, in automatic mode. We drive from here to there and we don't even think about how we did it. It just it's ingrained within us. So I found with me um, using the heart art has been my vehicle. It's like my satnav system. Well, I find now because I have these, this is my satnav system um, or my GPS system. So I decide, okay, what do I want today? What do I, how do I need to feel today? What have I got going? And how am I going to get through my day? I write that out. I still do a journal. I'm on my third journal um, on using these cards for myself because I still, even though I know how they work now, it's been invaluable for me because, as you were saying, I had, you know, the next deck that I created again came through. I don't know whether you want me to tell you that story or. Oh, sure. Go ahead. So um, just to say that Jenny now is really, really well. She's doing fantastic and uh, she, her cancer is gone, which is fantastic. Um, mom just passed away before her 97th birthday so she got through her COVID and her pneumonia and uh, but there was one day I was out about six months after mom had passed away I was out cycling and then I realized gosh I dreamt of mom last night and in the dream it was the day that mom passed away and I'm sitting beside her on her bed after she had passed this is in the dream now and I was luckily I was with my mom when she passed, so I felt very honored to be there. So in the dream, mom takes a deep breath in and opens her eyes and smiles. And I'm thinking, is she here? Is she not here? You know, what's happening? I'm a bit confused. And I got permission from my mom before she died. I said, Mom, I'd love to do a memorial painting. So I knew she was going to be cremated, and I asked her, could I take your ashes and make my painting and put some of your ashes in my painting. That'll be my memorial painting for you. And I had been doing that anyway for other people. And she said, I would love that. So normally when I'd be with mom, I'd be flicking through my phone and show her something that I'd either painted or something I'd created or knit. And um, I'm going to show her this painting and I'm looking and I'm saying, oh gosh, I can't show her that her ashes are in it. (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing in the dream, she's walking around the room and she couldn't walk unaided before she passed away. But it's like as if somebody took 30 years off of her and she walked over to me and she put her arms around me and she gave me this big, massive hug. Oh, how sweet. Now, Jean, I tell you now, even though I'm on my bicycle and I'm cycling in the middle of the countryside, that hug, I could feel it. And it was so physically and spiritually fulfilling. Oh, well, it was incredible. And I just said, oh, my gosh, like I was just so taken aback, you know. So when I came home like that, I always, you know, I took a canvas out and I painted. Again, it was heart art. I didn't know what was going to come, but I painted the painting anyway. And I'm sitting there. It's on the easel. I'm looking at the painting and I was saying, OK, I need it. I need a name for this painting. And I'm looking at it and instantly, just like that, name drops in, I dreamed a dream. Which is what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Then I thought about um, Susan Boyle and her Britain's Got Talent competition. and amazing story, yes. So I YouTube Susan Boyle. She's singing on youtube i'm looking at the painting i'm very emotional the tears are flowing the door to my studio opens and i'm looking to see who comes in nobody walks in oh my gosh the next thing i felt and then i got 
That's the name of your next card deck. So that's where this name came from. I dreamed a dream. I think we need to make sure that everybody knows. Flip around. Just pick a card at random. And flip it around so that we can see the, not the words, but there you go. Every one of these pictures, Marion has created herself. These are my paintings, yeah. And then the message. So it just depends. This this deck I created for personal growth. And, oh, my goodness, am I personally growing since I've started using it? <laughs> Isn't it amazing how if you set a target and you don't lose sight of the target, all your decisions lead you towards that target. Yes, you're going to have some obstacles. You're going to go around a few detours here and there. There may be a, a car broken down on the road in front of you, so you have to take a side road. But as long as you keep your eye on he- on the target, the GPS internally keeps moving you towards it. Yes. So you have a more interesting journey. <laughs> I think that's the one thing that if everybody takes on board that no matter what, I mean, you can't, you cannot make time. Okay. But you can take time and we're human beings, not human doings, you know, and I know there's times when we, we need to do, but there's also time for reflection and stepping back and looking at the bigger picture and yes, it may be daunting at times and, you know, stressful, but, you know, you can take yourself out of a stressful situation, just even with breathing techniques. There's so many techniques that you can use to uh, take the stress away and to allow yourself to just take a breather and just, you know, here we go. We start, start again. You just keep going, keep going, you know, Um I think when you keep focusing on the positives, because your thoughts emit an electrical energy and your feelings draw in a magnetic energy. So when you put the two together, you've got this electromagnetic energy with your thoughts and your feelings. And when I I call this my 3H principle, your head and your heart, when they are connected that will allow you to get into that automatic mode and it's easier than trying to swim against the tide, you know, just go with the flow. But it's conditioning yourself to take the time to give yourself the instruction that you need and follow through. And yes, okay, if it doesn't, if things don't work out, there's no such thing as failure. This that's just, uh, well, that didn't work. So let's see, we'd tweak it another bit and see what does work, you know. So you just keep going, you know. Um, I think when you repress something, you just it'll just depress you. So it's keeping it going and going through the motions. But for me, I find that the painting is a great way of, it's not escaping. It's actually connecting to my inner self and it's allowing me to see what, what it is I need to see so I can be the best that I can be. It's very freeing. I'm going to, I'm going to go back maybe 15 seconds. You were talking about, um, I'm going to use the word frequency. Even though you didn't say that specifically, you have frequency numbers on your cards. What are frequency numbers and how does that relate to your heart and your head emitting and pulling in energies? That's a really good question. And, you know, um, I had been, I was actually sitting in this chair the day that I realized that my paintings have a frequency energy because I'd been using frequencies in my practice for many years. And um, what does that mean, frequencies? You use frequencies in your practice. Okay, so if you take, if you're, if you were old enough to remember years and years ago, and you did a radio station, you had to turn a dial. And if the dial wasn't exactly on the frequency, you got this static, and you couldn't actually hear the music or the program that you were tuning into. So it's allowing you to tune into what it is you want to create in your life. And when you set your intention 
this is what I find anyway with my cards. I set the intention and then I choose the appropriate card for that intention for that day in that moment. And it's amazing when I actually install the frequency number on the card, like there was one day I was actually out cycling. I came back and I had a horrific pain in my kidneys. It was my left kidney, actually. And I was nearly doubled over because the pain level was a nine out of 10. And I took my uh, I Dreamed a Dream deck. I tested to see which deck do I need. So it was I Dreamed a Dream. I took it out and I took out the first card. I installed the number. And by the second card, the pain level had decreased. And by the time I installed the third frequency number into my body, my pain was gone. And I was saying, I'm now experiencing what my clients had experienced. But I personally experienced it myself. So for me, it's like knowing what you want, deciding that it's, you're going to get it, and then I feel the frequency draws it towards you and brings it into you. So it's tuning in. There's an energetic frequency out there for everyone to draw upon, and we can all do it. You just need to know how to do it. And I just find my cards are an easy way of doing that because they're all set up. It's already done, you know. I'm not sure. Does that answer your question? Isn't it just crazy stuff? It's just weird, isn't it? I mean, I I tell my clients all the time, I how do I explain this? You know, we get on the phone, we have a conversation, something changes in your life. That's that's really what it is. You you do these very simple steps and you see the change happen, right? You you take out a few cards and you look at it and you pay attention to what it says. And you take that into yourself, if you will. You focus on it, right? And then you notice something changes. Awareness is a big part of of how I work with, especially, well, I'm going to say with any client, right? Because if you have to become aware of something before you start to measure it or realize even that it's not serving you and that you want it to change. And then figuring out what you want, right? But the awareness of, this helps me. All I do is take it in. I focus on it and I bring it in as part of me, right? Being, not doing, being, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds so weird, but it it happens all the time. It's the funniest thing. It really is. It's, and I also use that whole radio station um, story. You know, you go around, a, it, you, you're singing along to your favorite song. Maybe it's the Beach Boys and Good Vibrations. Do you remember that old song? You you get good vibes from some people and you get bad vibes from other people. Well, that's Mm -hmm. internally, that's your system telling you this is a good fit for you. Oh, no, stay away from that. That might be bad for you. But we ignore what our intuition tells us so often when really if we just paid attention, we might be might have a little bit easier time of it sometimes. Right. Well, I think just as you were saying, like just bringing that awareness. So, you know, some people listening now will probably say, Gosh, now I understand that now. So once you understand it, then start using it. You know, what we're saying about frequencies, I mean, you and I now are on a frequency. We're on a Zoom connection. Or if I ring your mobile, that's another frequency. So I'm going to get you. I'm not going to get your next door neighbor. You know, so that number connects me to you. So frequencies work. I mean, it's, it's proven. But The frequencies we're talking about are frequencies that people can use and they don't really realize just yet how they can use them and they can use them to maximize the benefit of what they want in their life. So what I say to people is don't focus on what you don't want. Don't focus on the pain. Don't focus on the, you know, the negativity because what you focus on, what you think about, you bring about. So if you want to change what's happening and you want more of the good stuff and you've got to think of the good thoughts that's going to bring that to you you know so it's changing your focus and changing it's like what I said about learning to drive you know you're in your automatic mode now when you get into your car because you don't even think about you just turn the, the engine on and off you go so when we get into our automatic mode of awareness that's when we really will excel and get what we really do want and forget about the things that we don't want in life you know but as you say you have to really know what it is you want sometimes people don't know that 
a lot of times people don't know that. They just know that they're not happy. Um, part of my career was with team building, right? Making, going into offices and maybe they didn't function the way I would like them to function. And having different people with different personalities come together in one team. So you had to create an awareness of what do we want this team to look like? How do we want this operation to function? What knowledge, skills, abilities, mindset do we need in order to get from where we are to this goal of where we want to be, right? So awareness is the first part of all this. And then you create a pathway to change, right? A journey Mm -hmm. that everyone goes on together and you adjust as you go, but you keep your eye on the prize as some people would say, right? Keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. Don't freak out every day if you're not there because you have to understand things take time. Things happen in a specific order, right? So awareness is always the first, the first step. Yeah. It's it's so it's really really so important, you know. Um, yeah, and what I say to people is, look, even if you don't know what it is you want, if you write down what you don't want, and then what's the opposite of that? That gives you a, a starting point. What is the opposite of what's happening in your life that you don't want? And then you can start focusing on what you really do want, you know. And happiness comes from inside. It's not something that finds you. You create the happiness within yourself, you know. Um, And I think that's, for me, that's what art to art is, is connecting to your inner self and finding the solutions. The solutions are there when when you know how to, how your body works and how your thought processes work and how your thinking works. Um. And when you have an an idea of what that is, you can make incremental, I just say even take one small step a day will make a massive difference in the future. There's just, something that I've heard called the 1% solution. If every day you make a 1% course correction towards your goal, Eventually, you're going to end up there. But if you don't make that course correction, you can end up way off, right? So it's Mm -hmm. another way of looking at awareness and focus. Focus on what you want. If you focus, oh, here's another one. This is a one that Tony Robbins tells all the time. Um, Race car driver, anybody, race car drivers focus on where they want to be, not where they're headed. Because if you focus on where you're headed, you, you focus on the obstacle ahead of you, for whatever reason, we are geared to head towards whatever we focus on, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you want to get around it, you focus on something over here, and then you naturally gravitate towards this over here and totally miss that obstacle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, the, you said it differently. I like the way you said it, but the way he says is that wherever your focus goes, Whatever you focus on, your energy follows along with it, you know, and you said the same thing, but I like the way you said it better. But mm-hmm. yeah, so be be careful what you focus on. If you focus on the negative, you're going to see more of it in your life. Your subconscious looks for proof that you were right, right, that that is true. Yeah. So if you focus on, oh, this is proof that I did something right, then you're going to see more and more proof that you're on the right course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, that's the other thing, too, is a lot of people um, will find that, like, if they give an example of, say, for instance, somebody who did something on you many, many years ago, right? And I've proven this so many times in in clinic. Somebody will come in and, you know, they're still upset about what somebody did or said or whatever, you know. And I, as a kinesiologist, I'll get them to just think about the person, they think about the person and their energy drops because they do that with a muscle test. The muscle will drop. And I say, that person's not even here. And they you're allowing them to take your energy away. And then they get very annoyed about that. So forgiveness is a huge, like forgiveness on an energy level 
is massive, you know. So when you forgive on an energy level, then you're clearing out your 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 junk, you're clearing out your closet, and you're making room for new energy to to literally, you know, um, come into your body and give you what it is you do need. Many years ago, Jean, I was um, I was laid up, and my family were taking care of me, right. And I was doing everything in my power to get back on my feet. I was bedridden for months. And um, the children had to do their own washing. They had to get themselves to school. They had to get themselves home from school. If it was lashing rain, it was tough. They had to cook their own dinners. I never saw outside my bedroom drawer for many, many months. And like that, I listened to Tony Robbins. I listened to Dr. Caroline Mace. I was doing all the... It was my university of life because there was nowhere on earth you could get that time off as a mother and as a wife, right? But my body just wouldn't function and I couldn't walk and I couldn't sit. So I was doing all I could. But I wrote a little poem for myself and I called it Forgiveness for Freedom because I was thinking if there's something or somebody I need to forgive, then I need to get this out of my system, right? So I said, you know, I forgive myself for all the times I did not like myself. I forgive myself for all the times I did not love myself. I forgive myself for all my faults and failures. I forgive myself for ever hurting hurting anyone or thing. And I forgive myself and them in order to choose freedom. Wow. That was wow. <laughs> so if anybody needs to... Uh, rock those words please do and you know use them but say them from your heart because that will set you free in lots of ways they've done all kinds of studies on gratitude and forgiveness um forgiveness lack of forgiveness for yourself or for others gets to the point you you start out with it emotionally mentally spiritual impact and the longer you hold it, that translates into physical ailments. It's very interesting. The science behind all this inner energy stuff that we do, right? Um, yeah. Mindset stuff, whatever you want to call this. Um, old teachings that we used to know that that fell out of common practice. A lot of this is just old information. But the science is now catching up with it. They're doing studies on how different thoughts and emotions and memories affect different parts of the brain, right? And then from there, how it affects the actual physical body. Very yeah. interesting stuff. But mm -hmm. forgiveness is one of the big things that can cause physical ailments because it has such a negative impact on the psyche, on, on the entire spiritual, emotional, mental, physical body of a mm -hmm. person. It is, it's, it is amazing how the body is so, it, it's, it's so wonderful. And it, you can either have it working with you or against you. But again, the, it's back to, it's our choice, you know. Um, and even when it's working against you, sometimes it thinks it's working for you, right? Because mm. if if you've taken on so much and you just can't take on one more thing, and your body gets sick. And that gives you a respite from taking on one more thing, right? So it's mm -hmm. helping you, even though it feels like it's, you know, turning on you. It's very interesting, all the stuff that, that our body does to protect us. Because it's always looking at everything through a filter of, is this safe? Will this keep me alive, right? That's the underarching mission of the subconscious is to keep you alive, Right? So everything yeah. is filtered through that thought of, is this safe? I, I call it, you know, I mean, everybody's heard the fight, flight response. I call exactly. it fight, fight, flight, freeze, flock. Some people don't think about the flock business. Ah. Right? So that means losing yourself in a crowd because then you won't stand out. Mm -hmm. You know, we can hide, you know, but you can't hide from yourself. People try really hard. <laughs> but there, yeah. there is there's so much that can be done just when you know what what to do and how to do it, you know. And like that again, um, when you learn a new skill, it really just stands to you, you know. So it's all about 
self-education and yeah find someone that will help you to find out what it is you need to know and then keep doing it you know because consistent as you say consistently doing one percent or one step every day will get you to your goal and where you where you want to be and what you want to what you want to get to you know and how you want to feel I was going to ask the question if you had to give someone advice an entrepreneur who was just starting they thought they're further along on their journey than than um they are maybe what advice would you give but I think that was you already answered that but was mm-hmm. there something else that if if someone is just starting on their journey and they run into pitfalls what advice might you give well again sometimes it's uh you know stepping back and looking at the bigger picture because sometimes you get so caught up in detail you cannot see the wood for the trees you know so it's just stepping back and just saying okay give myself 10 minutes 30 minutes give myself a day just time out to restock rethink refuel and renew you know um yeah it's like for me, I've had many timeouts, as you call them, um, and that was my body saying, "Okay, Marion, that's it. I'm done. You've you've just gone past the point, not the point of no return, but not doing any more, you know." And now I respect where what my physical capabilities are, and it's one of the reasons why I do look after. I mean, I would say look look after primarily look after yourself because. We need to put ourselves first. And it's not to be selfish, it's to be self-full. Because when your needs are met, then you have the energy and the vitality to look after those around you. So it's what you'd be told on a plane. You can you know, put your own mask on first. So that's really the important thing. Um, and then just think about, okay, how am I feeling? And how would I like to feel? So what can I do? And like th- that's one of the things um, I'd even say to someone, even if, uh, you know, you're not a painter like I'm a painter, but if you even just take a, a pencil and a piece of paper and doodle, just doodle, you are allowing your subconscious to just have a rest and just, just to be, you know. Um, and if you double doodle with two hands and two pencils, you're integrating your left brain and your right brain and you're connecting the corpus callosum, which is right between the two brains. So you're actually switching on your left and right brain. So then you've got more of a focus because now you switched your brain on and you can think more clearly. And I have to jump in and say there was a period of time when we, we used to meet every week on Zoom. OK, Marion and I have never met in person. But in Zoom, on Zoom, we used to meet like every every week. And I can't tell you the number of times she said, okay, so have you gotten out your, because I have colored pencils, I have watercolor, I have all this stuff, and I'm not an artist in any way, shape, or form. But I do like to doodle. And so yeah. she, now, did you get out your crayons? Did you get out your colored pencils? <laughs> yes, Marion. Or no, <laughs> So she really does live by this stuff that she's saying. It's pretty funny for you to remind me of that, though. <laughs> just even if you take a uh, a pencil and bring it for a walk around a piece of paper and then just start filling in the spaces you can put zeros you can put x you can put your initials little cross lines or you know just shade them in whatever that's doodling you know it's hilarious when um in my previous life i worked with um the federal government for like 36 years with the department of defense so that means there's a lot of phone calls teleconferences we call them now but um I would doodle. <laughs> so the whole time we're on the phone, I'm I have to keep my the creative half of my brain engaged, I guess, is the way I would think of that. Because otherwise it those things can be very technical oriented and and not all that interesting or engaging. But you had to keep up and you had to pay attention. You had to learn the stuff. But the way it worked for me is I would doodle. So I had a calendar on my desk. Yes, it was a paper calendar. Um, and I was able to just doodle as I was on the phone. So you could tell when I'd had a, a long conference call because there were more doodles on my calendar than normal. <laughs> so, but it worked for me. So 
it does it, it works and and that's the thing and then at the end of you know one thing i i find that um like if i'm really upset or annoyed or angry you know uh, i would just go paint you know and if i can't go paint i well I'll knit or I'll do something or crochet or, you know, but that's my time out. If I'm not painting or knitting, I'm not breathing. That's my meditation, you know, so. Okay, here's another funny thing about Marion. She can multitask, okay? (laughs) She's laughing already. Um, You know what a rebounder is, right? It's a little trampoline that you can stand on and walk and, you know, do exercises, and it's good for the whole body. It's good for the eyes. It's good for the lymphatic system. She'll do that while she's knitting and while she's listening to recordings of it or a, a, a podcast or something. Hilarious. Um, Just hilarious. It's, putting, it's my exercising and my uh, joyful, well, exercise. Well, you know what the best exercise is that you can do, right? As everybody's listening, the best exercise you can do is the one that you will do. Ah, yes. Yeah, I know swimming is really good. And I can swim. I don't like it. I don't do it. So whatever exercise it is you do, if it's just walking or gardening, whatever it is, just go do it. But, you know, exercise, sleep, good nutrition and, you know, looking after yourself, being mindful of your body. Because, Jean, you know this because I signed my emails with it. If your body is not healthy, where are you going to live? This is my house. This is where I live. And I learned that from 22 years ago, not being able to take care of myself. And now that I can take care of myself, I do that. And I take care of myself for my children's sake and my grandchildren's sake and my husband's sake. You know, I do that not just for me, but for everybody. So it's really important. And I think when you do lose your health, you really do finds that health is your wealth. It's the one thing that I've decided. And when when I looked at um, my mom as she um, got older and as she said, Marion, don't get old. (laughs) She used to say to me, don't get old. Um, We had a great relationship and uh, it it was sad to see her go. But then at the end of the day, it's what she wanted, what she needed, and she couldn't remain any longer. She said, Marion, I'm existing, I'm not living. You know, so it's important to really enjoy yourself, enjoy life, enjoy, enjoy yourself, be yourself, be your authentic self, and, you know, have integrity within yourself. What you Do what you say you're going to do, even when the mood you've set it in is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it, you know. It's it's really important just to just to be and be happy. And I think you are. Oh, I am. Yeah. And I'm just so, so grateful. I mean, I'm so grateful that Jenny is doing so well and she's healthy and she's happy. And that, that's everything to me, you know, that she got through that. Uh, she got through that and it was just amazing that she did. And I'm so grateful for that, you know. Well, I want to thank you for the time that you have spent with me today and with the listeners. I I, I always enjoy, obviously, I always enjoy our conversations. Um, and we think so much alike in some ways and so differently in other ways. But um, it's always fun catching up. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you've been so helpful to me on every level with advice and, you know, guiding me in the right direction and it's just been phenomenal just I'm so grateful that we are good friends because uh, you've supported me in everything I've done and um, and you've gotten me in the right direction and the right road and you've kept me on the right road because a a few times you say no don't do that (laughs) (laughs) well in in the world we live in it's so easy to go for the next shiny object right the shiny object syndrome. Well, it sounds like if I did this, I'm like, but how would that really get you towards your goal, right? Is that really just a distraction or is it really a help? 
you know, the yeah. bit with the coming up with a card deck, that was really cool, you know, and all the having to learn the technology and having to meet the people who could help you get it formatted and then finding a distribution chain. You didn't even mention you're in how many countries now with your slide, with your card deck? 15, 15, 15 countries from someone who doesn't market, right? Who, who didn't have to market, was all word of mouth. She was all in-person sessions with her clients whereas now all the a lot of the card reading stuff is online right you do it in person but you also do it online remotely right yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. so all that's just a learning experience that you learn as you go yeah well again as i say everything is easy when you know how (laughs) that's hilarious and the finding out It's getting to the place where you think you know how. Oh, that's funny. There's one thing that I found was really amazing because anytime I would have to speak in public, um, my voice would just shake, rattle and roll. My body would shake, rattle and roll, you know, and you'd hear it in my my voice. But when I was in uh, Tenerife at this conference of the International Kinesiology College and I'm presenting to a room full of professionals and it was live streamed around the world, um, I did my cards on myself two months before I spoke. And my intention was that I will stand, I will deliver and I will not shake, rattle and roll while I'm doing my presentation. And that's exactly what happened, you know, and it was wonderful. One of the ladies in the audience, um, I did a demonstration on how the cards work and I asked, had anybody got pain? And this lady volunteered, she came up and I just demonstrated how the cards worked. And it was just one card, her pain level was seven out of 10 and just one card and installing one frequency number, um, like a set of numbers, um, her pain was gone. But then another lady in the audience put her hand up and she said, oh, my pain is gone as well, <laughs> because I got them all to join in, which was lovely, you know. Um, but so the cards, you know, when I say, but using them for personal development, that was a personal development intention. And it worked, you know, and it's it's been it's been wonderful, really, really wonderful. I'm so grateful for it, you know. Um, but one thing that I'd, I kind of will leave you with is. And it's something when your eyes see your hands do the work of your heart, your circle of life is complete. Oh, do you want to repeat that? When your eyes sees your hands do the work of your heart, your circle of life is complete. So just be good to yourself, you know, be your own best friend and do like and do love yourself so so important how can you expect anybody else to do that if you don't do it for yourself again not being selfish being self-full so important so hope that helps and i think we'll leave it right there however what's your what's your um your website address so people can come and and see what you do it's marionegan.ie. Let me see. I have it. We'll have all this written below the podcast so you can check it out. But I. Yeah. Um, there you Marianne, go. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> IE is Ireland for those of you who wonder yeah. what the IE stands for. And, um, and 